The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. I'm Dr. Susan Allison and you are the empowered healer of yourself, physically emotionally and spiritually you are the empowered healer of your life now earlier this week i had a backache and i have never had lower back pain but i did a few days ago so i used my own methods which is new you know i give them to everybody else but i don't always do them myself so i use my own methods of dialoguing uh, with my back And what I found out is I was feeling angry and frustrated. So once I felt these feelings and figured out why I felt this way, I began to, you know, find ways to lift the anger. And then I returned to feeling peaceful again. And guess what? My back feels fine now. So my question for all of you listeners is, are you willing to look at more than your physical symptoms and see if you have underlying feelings and thoughts that may be contributing to your health. So I'd like you to think about this as you listen today. The title of today's show, Treating the Whole Person, is about using every part of you, every aspect, to become healthy, happy, and free to pursue all your dreams. How does that sound? Today's guest is acupuncturist, herbalist, and shamanic practitioner, Leslie Tierra, who's licensed nationally and has a private practice in Central California. Since 1983, Leslie has taught courses in herbal medicine, vision quest, and shamanic practice here and in Europe. She's authored and co-authored several books on herbal medicine, including one for children, In her private practice, she combines acupuncture with herbal and food therapies, shamanic journey work, and lifestyle and inner growth counseling. What Leslie's found is if someone just changes their diet, but they ignore their emotions, they may not get well or stay well. 
or if they feel their feelings but then they don't change their diet or their lifestyle, they also may not get well. So now in her practice, she has patients address every part of their lives in order to get well and stay healthy for a lifetime. Currently, Leslie is working on a book, and uh, I believe called Radiance Quest. I'm not sure if the, the title will ask her. Using shamanic practice to help people transform. And I also know she leads Radiance Quest groups. So, Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sue. I'm really glad to have you here. Uh, you know, you mentioned to me at another time that you thought we needed two hours for this show, that the topic is so huge, but <laughs> I just want you to know, I want you to know we'll do our best with the time that we have. <laughs> So I, I'd like to start um, by asking why you wanted to be a healer or felt that healing of some sort was part of your mission here on the planet. Hmm, good question. I actually knew around the age of 13 that I was here to help people, but I didn't know how that would look, how that would be. I remember going through the high school career books, looking for what am I going to study in college? What's my career? I knew I had one. I knew it was helping people, and I'd flip through the pages and find nothing. Mm. So eventually in my 20s, I started having some of my own health issues, and that became my own path, finding how to heal myself. And through that, attending mainly to the physical at first, mm-hmm. studying herbs, acupuncture, finding some some resolution through that, but it wasn't until I actually hit on um, the emotional, mental, and spiritual levels that I actually healed the issues I was dealing with at the time. And that took years to unfold and to realize. So that's actually why I'm doing the work I am now. Um, it's to help others find those avenues faster than I found them <laughs> after mm-hmm. years of uh, studying and digging. What a great way to start by really looking at what was going on for you and that there were issues in your own life and starting there. And I think that's true for many people who go into the healing professions or anything that's, that people do of service. You know, it often starts with some crisis or something that's happened in their own lives. So true. Yeah, I and consider so, it the yep. path of the wounded healer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, would you be willing to share um, anything about your personal journey, you know, years and years and years ago when, you know, you had an issue and uh, were you able to heal it then or has it taken time? No, it took, it took time. It took a while. And um, there were several things I was dealing with and, and several, um, I don't, it's just this path of the wounded healer seems to be one of particular issues coming up. One gets resolved and then another one. But as I'm dealing with it, I'm digging further and further. I'm mining the depths and coming up with um, resolution. So it's it's kind of refined the whole process over years. It wasn't just one time. It's been several years of um, of experiencing and learning, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you will. And that's mm-hmm, that whole cycling or spiraling an issue, and we do deal with part of it, but then it'll come again, and we deal with another chunk. It's sort of is that what you're sort of talking about? Yeah, I, I sort of think of it as the onion or the artichoke. We we peel off one layer, 
and things are better. But if it's a chronic issue, if it's part of your uh, soul's journey, really, if it's part of a deeper reason why, why you're here, um, and for many of us, health issues really do bring us to deeper understandings inside of us mm-hmm. as to why we are having them. Um, in terms of how to change our lives on other levels. And they're, they're like the red flag or the signal or the telephone call from the universe or the something that's in your face for you to really stop what you're doing and take a look more deeply at things that are not working right on other levels in your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I found this process to work. You peel off a, a layer it gets better, but if it's part of this overall soul's journey where you're to learn more from it, then there's another layer that might come up, another leaf to be peeled until yes. you get to the core of the heart. Yes, wonderful. And I'm going to ask you about your current process a little later, but you know, the question that's, that's in my mind that you, you touch on here is why do you think that people become ill? Well, that, you know, there's so many reasons for that. I think mm-hmm. that because um, sometimes they're just little messages to us. We need to stop and rest more. We need to um, pay attention to how we're, um, our emotions that we're having at the time, um, that we've been ignoring certain things we've been feeling and we've been ignoring. You talked about back pain. Sometimes people with back pain, they're feeling um, burdens that they're having to carry for some reason or another, especially yes. if it's on the shoulders, you know, carrying the weight of the, the, sh- of the world on your shoulders. You know, the body can be used as a beautiful metaphor, as, as well you know, uh, yes. different parts of it for um, what's happening. And um, I had a woman once with uh, chronic bladder infections, and... It, she had them all oh, throughout her 20s, basically, um, and they would just keep reappearing. And, of course, she tried the Western medical route, got to the place where, well, that's not working. Um, no matter what I take, it's still coming back. So what else is going on? This is, this mm-hmm. is that kind of message from the universe to be looking more deeply. Yes. Yes. And when she finally got in touch with all the men she was angry with in her life, the major... Um, relationships she had had with men and all going back all to her dad and she had never really allowed herself to express that anger Mm. so she saw that as a pattern and a metaphor for being pissed off Mm. and worked with that metaphor by writing letters to each and every man saying exactly what she had always wished she could have said and would have said wow and it what and then she burned them she didn't need to mail them or send them at that point. You know, that's snail mail days. days. Mm-hmm. What she needed was to express it, to get it out. Mm-hmm. It was being stuffed and held in her bladder. When she did that, she didn't have any more bladder infections. Wow. And I saw her years later and and asked her. And um, no, they, they had not returned because she had dealt with that and she kept current with those feelings. Mm-hmm. So I think our health issues come for... Simple reasons like we need more rest or we need to pay attention to something here to bigger life issues. Yes. Yeah, I, um, you know, in my own practice, I've seen that over and over and over again. And I I was wondering if you think that certain organs hold certain emotions and if you've noticed that. Great question. The Chinese actually 
believe that all the organs are associated with particular emotions. Mm-hmm. And if somebody overly expresses an emotion, even joy, and which could be overexcitability or partying up late at night, getting up early in the morning, or um, any of the other emotions excessively expressed can actually injure an organ. And then vice versa, if an organ is imbalanced for whatever reason, then that associated emotion can be out of harmony, either depressed, suppressed, like not enough joy, lack of joy in terms of the heart, or can be overly expressed, like easily irritated, anger, frustrated. Yes, hold that thought, uh, Leslie. We're going to need to go to a break, but I'd love to talk more about the organs holding certain emotions, uh, and our listeners can think about their own bodies and what they're holding. We'll be back uh, in just a moment. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Are you experiencing imbalance and disharmony in your life? Do you feel like you're laboring under the burden of emotional trauma, failing relationships, or unresolved grief? Learn ways to turn your life around. Set yourself on the path of transformation with host Anjali Chug. Our topics of discussion will show you the way to feel happy and liberated. Start by tuning in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, for Path of Transformation on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. 7th Wave Network. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Leslie Tierra, who is a licensed acupuncturist, 
an herbalist, a shamanic practitioner, and an amazing counselor as well. And we were just talking before the break about holding emotions in our bodies. She talked about a a patient who was very um, angry with the men in her life, and she had bladder infections. And I was just asking Leslie to share about maybe a few other of the organs or parts of our bodies where we store certain emotions. Yes. So the liver is associated with anger, irritability, frustration. And if that's stuffed, that can quite often come out in various ways. It could be menstrual pain, headaches, migraines. Um, it can The energy can move down into the genital area because the meridians of the liver pass through that area. So um, vaginal issues, genital issues, um, also certain types of bladder infections can be there from that. And the kidneys are associated with fear. So I have treated women who um, had fearful, very fearful childhoods. And when that fear is chronic like that, it's a repeated um, weakening agent on the kidneys. And it can create um, chronic um, kidney infections, which one woman had from that. And she traced it back to her childhood like that. And also a lot of people are aware that when a loved one dies, somebody very close to you and a loved one dies and and they're grieving tremendously, that grief actually weakens the lungs, which is its associated organ. And that weakening can lead to things like bronchitis or pneumonia. Mm -hmm. It's not unusual for me to see somebody come in with bronchitis or pneumonia after somebody they love has died Mm. from that grieving process. So it does show up in many ways. Yeah, you know, actually, as you mentioned that, Leslie, uh, I say this in my book, Empowered Healer, but one of my clients had chronic pneumonia and scarring in her lungs, and she was grieving the ending of her marriage. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not just when somebody dies, but it's a loss of any sort yes. is what I've noticed, you know, whether it's death, divorce, losing your job, you know, losing your, your sense of self, uh, any of those losses I notice that people have lung issues. Um, what about the heart? Yes, the heart is associated with the emotion of joy. And so being able to feel enough joy in one's life uh, reflects the balanced nature of the heart, the health of the heart. So feeling a lack of joy, um, maybe even a little sadness, is definitely a weakness of the heart. Or having that sort of hyperactivity, going out, partying too much, overexcitability, um, that sort of manic side yeah. is um, uh, in uh, in excess of the heart. We consider it. So you're so the person's out of balance, um, and then they may have some heart symptoms. Exactly. Yes. So, so let's say I would up emotionally. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to get to um, you know the subject of the of the day, which is about treating the whole person. And I wanted to see what that means in terms of your practice and then also have you maybe keep sharing about your clients because it's really interesting to hear uh, stories. So tell us about treating the whole person. What does that mean? Mm. So treating the whole person means attending to all aspects of them. You know, quite often we talk about curing something, curing a disease. And curing is really just bringing something that helps it in the moment, taking care of it, basically, is what it means, which is not healing. Healing means to make whole, to make sound, to make well. So that's what we're 
talking about when we're attending to all aspects. So that means working on the physical, absolutely. If you have a back pain like you did or um, shoulder pain or pneumonia, whatever it is, of course you have to deal with it on a physical level. And there's many things to attend to that. There's herbs, supplement, diet, lifestyle, various therapies, um, getting enough rest or exercise, things like that. But also looking at what's going on emotionally in that person's life. What was especially happening before they started experiencing this issue? What's going on mentally? What thoughts are running over and over and over in their mind? Um, perhaps there's a spiritual issue, like um, they're not trusting themselves. They're listening to their intuition or in, inner guidance. Mm-hmm. And this could bring up physical issues. So um, in treating the whole person, we want to look at all these levels at the same time. Yeah. So when someone comes in, so a patient comes to see you, um, what do you do? Like, what do you do first? And I know that you're practiced in Chinese medicine and, and acupuncture and herbalism. So do you start there? Do you start, like, looking at their tongue? Or what do you start with with a patient that you've never met? Um, someone I've never met, I'm starting with, I always start on the physical level, almost always, unless they specifically come to me for um, an emotional issue or a, or a mental issue or spiritual issue. So I always start on the physical level because a lot of things clear up when you deal with the physical first. If you get the diet on track, if you get somebody exercising when they're not, if you get them the supplements or herbs that would really help them, Quite often, a lot of things clear up. Again, it can help balance organs so certain emotions then come back online or certain thoughts mm-hmm. come back uh, more into harmony. Um, then I can really see what is going on on a deeper level. Maybe in the same session or it would be another session, we would start working more on the sort of mythical metaphorical level, looking at how does this physical issue you have reflect what's going on on a deeper level, emotionally, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. So um, I'll give you some examples here. Good. Um, I had a woman who couldn't breathe. Her lungs would fill up with fluid very easily. And for her, it was really a matter of changing diet. This is just purely physical. This is that example. She was a farmer, and she grew a lot of fruit. So she'd spend her day out in the land farming and grazing the entire time. And that fruit just created a lot of dampness in her lungs. And at night, she'd lie down, which is the reclining position of the lungs, and they would fill up with fluids, and she couldn't breathe. Mm. It wasn't until she actually quit eating all her fruit that she started getting better, but eventually she moved to a drier climate. So here she changed her lifestyle as well as her diet. And a lot of people with allergies are sometimes told this by doctors. You know, if you have really bad allergies, you need to move somewhere else where you won't be affected by the same mm-hmm. pathogens. Mm-hmm. Like a drier climate. Like a drier climate, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I've had um, people come in who are vegetarian, and um, vegetarianism can be perfect for some people, and other people, they're following it more on a spiritual or mental impulse, and their bodies actually need stronger protein than they're getting. Mm. So even though we're doing all the quote-unquote right things to help get them better, they're not improving because they're not making that shift in the diet that's really needed. And until they address the mental attachment, they're eating mentally 
rather than according to how their body needs. Until they work with that on a mental or spiritual level, they don't get in um, into their diets quite what the strengthening food that they're needing in order to get better. And I've seen that make big differences for people. Interesting. I had a woman come in once. Um, she was an Indian woman, a doctor. She came in with her daughter. And her daughter was maybe 13 or 14, very, very quiet. And she was having breathing difficulties. The daughter was. Mm. And the mother was very sort of aggressive and pushy. And I finally had to separate her out of the room in a tactfully so I could work with just the daughter. And what came out is that the daughter was actually feeling smothered by her mother. Wow. It was not a physical, I mean, it was showing up physically. But the cause was emotional and mental. And um, that was a little trickier because she was so young and her mother was so domineering to have, you know, have her work with that. But uh, that was a very clear picture that her breathing issue was really due to something other than physical. Mm-hmm. How much is readiness, readiness and, and willingness important in terms of whether people get well or not oh it's essential mm-hmm. i think it's essential i've had people come in who um one woman she had chronic knee pain it was very bad and when i went over everything with her i discovered she drank a lot of coffee which in chinese medicine uh depletes the kidney energy and the kidneys rule the bones including the knees so mm-hmm. i knew that her coffee was aggravating and perpetuating her knee pain when I told her this, she said that she would rather have her knee pain than give up her coffee. Oh. So I did what I could with her, and she, she, I didn't see her again until a couple months later. And she came back in and she said, you know what, I'm really ready to try mm. <laughs> not giving up my coffee. I'm ready to try giving up coffee. And she did, and her knee pain improved. Oh, wow. And That's I've such a great story. And I've seen it with migraine and headaches, yeah, in terms of alcohol or caffeine and things that aggravate it. Mm-hmm. So being ready is important. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see that all the time in my practice, that if people are not really ready and willing to do the work, because it is work. It's not like, it's not magic. You're not waving a magic wand over these patients. They have to, they have to really, sometimes my, my clients want a magic wand. Um, they, ha- I actually have one in my office that I offer just as a little joke, but They have to do the work, and they have to be willing to look at some things perhaps that are coming up that are not pleasant, that are difficult, as you mentioned about, you know, early childhood, or there's some issues coming up that uh, they have to be willing to look at and release sometimes in order to get well. So true. That that is so true. And uh, until we're ready, we're not not engaged. Mm -hmm. We're not engaged. And... um, Sometimes uh, the universe will just bring things up more and more until the voice gets so loudly inside of us we can't ignore it anymore. So ideally I help people see things ahead of time and engage earlier, but quite often many of us wait until things get very severe, until we can really or will willingly stop and listen. You know, that's, you know, stubbornness is not one of our best traits as humans, I believe. And I just had uh, a few, oh, I guess, it, I guess it was November, I had a client die who was in fourth stage lung cancer. 
And she came to me just for six months during the last part of her life, and she really improved in so many ways, physically and emotionally and spiritually, made peace with a lot of people in her life. But there were times when she would go inside and she would hear a message about needing to forgive someone or needing to uh, repair some damage in a relationship or whatever, and she refused to do it. And she literally said no. I'm not willing to do that. And there was like this self-righteous anger and some stubbornness, and it was so painful to watch. Mm. Uh, so painful to watch. Very hard and to watch. Hard to watch. And, you know, I think you're right that sometimes many of us wait till we get that two-by-four yeah. from the universe <laughs> or from spirit or, or God or whatever you believe in. Uh, we wait until then, and we finally wake up. And in, in her case, it wasn't too late. She did die, but she was able to uh, do a lot of work spiritually and emotionally to heal herself and her relationships before she died. So mm. that felt good to me. So Beautiful. We're going to need to take another break. Uh, let, we're listening to Leslie Tierra talking about healing and treating the whole person. And we will be right back. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. What are the benefits to combining modern science with ancient healing practices? For the answers, you'll want to tune into Frame of Mind with your host, Terry Sue. Each week, our program focuses on an Ayurvedic lifestyle. By developing new ways of looking at our world, we can find ways to foster harmony and peace for the good of mankind and our planet. If we learn to live and think healthier, we begin to explore and focus on our strengths. Tune into Frame of Mind, Saturdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Be extraordinary. 7th Wave Network. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us, we're having a fascinating discussion with Leslie Tierra, 
acupuncturist, herbalist, shamanic practitioner, counselor, uh, who has a private practice here in Santa Cruz, California. And Leslie and I were just talking about uh, readiness and willingness that those are so important to have before people will heal. And we were sharing some stories about that. So now I wanted to, to shift it a bit, Leslie, and talk a little about your shamanic practice and your Radiance Quest work, how that came about. And, you you know, it's like you have a tool bag and you just keep adding things and you have a pretty big bag. You have a pretty big bag now that you carry and you can just pull these tools out depending on what people need. That's right. I actually, that, when I, when I was talking about having my own health issues back in my teens and twenties and, and starting my search then, that's when I started that tool bag. So it's been growing for a while. And, um, the shamanic work came in during menopause for me. It, it really is, it was for me a time of pause, uh, where I felt like I was in the chrysalis, melting down into goo. And, um, <laughs> I didn't know who I was anymore, and uh, and I didn't know where I was going. I just knew that I was melting down. So um, that's when the shamanic work came in, and it um, has been fabulous work for me because it's really um, helped me refine my own tools and synthesize them as well. Um, for, for people who don't know what shamanic work is, do you think you could define perhaps you know shamanic journey or what shamanic work is? Because I have a feeling there's some listeners who who don't know. Hmm. So shamanic work is um, working with energies on other levels and planes and other dimensions. Um, Shamanic journeying is definitely one method of accessing these energies. Um, you can also read energy uh, shamanically and clear uh, extractions, um, uh, intrusions energetically that have occurred in one's energy field. You can uh, do soul retrieval, bringing back a, back a part of us that we disassociated from because of past trauma or wounding. Um, there's many techniques and um, and methods. It's really working on an energetic level with spirits and uh, powers on other levels. It's a, such a broad description. I of, know it is. So how about let's narrow it down to what it is you did, like what it is you studied and then used in your own life and for patients. Well, I absolutely uh, studied all of those things. I did shamanic journey for years before I even um, went into this with menopause and had the um, and did the in-depth shamanic work. And I learned tools and techniques for soul retrieval, for journeying into the future, for um, doing extractions and so forth. And I do use these tools with people. Um, either on site or on the phone, they're, they're just as effective because they're energetic. They're just as effective at a distance. Mm. And so sometimes what somebody is experiencing may be occurring um, because of, it could be the mental, emotional, or physical level, but it could be occurring because there's a cord with somebody um, that needs to be cut, that hasn't been cut. Or um, we have words in our language like shooting daggers at somebody. You know, they looked at me and shot daggers, or I feel stabbed in my back. Mm-hmm. They, you know, did this to me. I felt stabbed in my back. And these things can actually create intrusions in the energy field that then need to be extracted for the energy to flow 
uh, regularly and normally again. Do and those do infusions that? can create pain and illness. Mm-hmm. Do you do that work with people where you help extract these these intrusions? Yes. Uh huh. And do people are people able to extract them on their own, or do they need to see someone to do that? When somebody gets um, practiced themselves, they can do they can work on themselves. But there's certain things that, like all of us, sometimes we get lost in our own forest, mm-hmm. you know, for the trees. Yep. And so working with somebody else is very, very helpful. Um, I just had a session with my own shamanic teacher last week um, because I needed further help and clarity. You know, we can't always see ourselves clearly. It would be nice if we could take that elevator up and get the whole picture of ourselves, but we don't get that always because that's why we're here learning these lessons is to, uh, you know, they unfold bit by bit. That's really true. I wonder if you could sort of describe more specifically perhaps what listeners could do if there's, um, you know, somewhere you studied or there's, you know, resources or there's something that they could do if they're interested in doing some shamanic practice, what what could they do? Mm. There's lots of resources. Um, where I studied with the Four Winds, uh, which is Alberto Violdo's school, a very, very good school in studies. And I know that you um, studied with Hank Wesselman mm-hmm. and his school. And um, Felicitas Goodman uh, has some wonderful books out about posture journeying where... Um, you get into specific body postures and rattle or drum and go into a trance and have particular experiences. So that's, that's also wonderful. I developed um, what I call the Radiance Quest work um, or the Radiance Energy Medicine Sessions to help people discover their own inner healer and to work on these levels. And it's a process of actually determining the patterns of what's going on in your life and then working with those patterns on a metaphorical or mythical or imagery level, archetypal level, processing them on that level and uh, because that then neutralizes the energy of the pattern. Mm-hmm. So if somebody has an illness, let's say it's shoulder pain, and um, they're trying to work on it physically but it's not going away, then what kind of pattern might be involved here for this? You know, looking at when you've had shoulder pain in the past, what kind of things have gone on in your life. It's uh, I'm thinking of a woman right now who would just take on so many responsibilities. And um, typically, as she did that throughout her life, she was taking on responsibilities too much, you know, for other people, things yeah. that weren't even her own. She was one yeah. of those who gave and gave and gave and cared for others uh, to the extent of hurting herself. And... So she started seeing the pattern of overgiving to others and not giving to herself. There was an imbalance of energy going out too much and not enough in. So she'd have this tremendous shoulder pain. Once she could see that pattern of of uh, overgiving, she could work with that in terms of um, on a mythical, metaphorical level. level. What did that mean uh, on that level? And uh, it could be several things. You know, you could have... The image of Atlas, the um, you know the giant who had the world on his shoulders. That that would be an archetypal image, or um, the the beautiful work that you teach about journeying into your body and dialoguing with it and finding out what it has to teach. Um, 
or an image of perhaps um, a huge, you know, barbell with hundreds of pounds of weight on it that it's just and and trying to constantly lift that up and hold mm. that. There, there could be any number of things, but then working with that metaphorical, archetypal, mythical image directly, rather than the solar issue itself, can bring up all kinds of information at all levels, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, the subconscious. It really can bring out information that then shifts it and neutralizes the energy behind it. So then, in this case, the woman no longer needed to overgive herself because she realized she was carrying these burdens since she felt that nobody was there for her. Mm. So she felt like she had to. She wanted to help other people carry their carry their burdens also. And there could be many, many other possible um, patterns behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's as unique as each of us are. So just to refer to this this woman, and I think you're just you're sort of making this one up, but. Would you do something like help her put down the barbell that she's carrying, or you would you would have her do some some um, inner work in terms of atlas? What would you do to get her to release that? And I know some of it is looking at her patterns here and how she treats people and is treated. But how do you do this on the metaphorical or the, the mythical level? Well, first you determine what the metaphor or the myth or the archetype is for you. And sometimes just allowing an image to arise for how it feels uh, works. So somebody who feels boxed in, they might actually see a box or a crate. And then what you do is you take that to ceremony or ritual. You want to process it on a broader level, you know, the, the level that speaks to our soul. Um, Einstein once said, you can't solve a problem on the same level that the problem's on. So if it's a physical problem, quite often you can't always solve it on a physical level. The same with the emotional or the mental. You know, we could spend years on the pillow or the couch and never come to resolution because we're just staying on that same level of expressing the emotions or in the mental loop of thinking the same thoughts. So we want to take it to another level, and that's the level of ceremony and ritual. So she could take, she could literally take a barbells and set them down. That that would mm-hmm. be a cere- that could be a ritual that she would create. Yes. You want to open some sacred space, create a, um, you know, a special space of an, and set intention, and then and then do that. She could also dance with it um, and see how that feels in her body, or write a poem to it, or a song. Um, she could actually get something heavy and carry it around on her shoulders for a while and get a real mm. feeling and understanding of what that means. Dialoguing with it, talking with it, finding out what its gifts are, what its costs are. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and then, she, then she could do a ceremony with taking it off. And then do a ceremony with taking it off, exactly. And then what does she want instead? Mm-hmm. You know, creating that new story, what, that new universal story. What is it she wants instead? And um, doing something ceremonially with that. So perhaps taking that heavy weight off and then um, putting a feather on her shoulder to represent mm. the lightness that she wishes to feel at that moment instead. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I love so, that. 
Yeah, so it's when we take it to that ceremonial level that we can neutralize the energy behind the pattern and then create the new we want, and that filters down to inform all other parts of us, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. Wonderful. I love that. And so this practice that you've developed, uh, Radiance Quest, is it, so- is it something that you do with everyone or do you do it um, just with clients who are asking for it or when you see that there is something they need? We need to actually we need to answer that after the break. Okay. Yeah, let's hold that that question and we'll be right back. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Yes, you can live a more positive and spiritual life. One step you can take each week is to tune in to What We're Thinking About with host Ken Ludwig. This program is designed to provide thought-provoking discussion after each week's show. Ken and his guests will challenge you to look at things in an entirely different way, to step outside the comfort zone and see the universe as it truly is. What We're Thinking About can be heard live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. You are tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to the Empowered Healer at Comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We're having an incredible conversation with Leslie Tierra, who is a Central Californian uh, and is an acupuncturist, herbalist, shamanic practitioner, counselor. And before the break, I asked her a question about who it is she uses this new process she's developed, which is called Radiance Quest, who it is she uses uh, this with, if it's every patient who comes in or people request it or or what? Yeah, so the Radiance Quest process I do in several different ways. I do it in, in private sessions in the clinic, 
And again, that can be done either by uh, calling in or coming in in person. I also offer once a year a Radiance Quest class series. It's a more intense on-site process held near Santa Cruz. Um, five Saturdays over five months and then one private session. And there's work to be done in between. And I'm actually about to start up that series on February the 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you share your share your website with people, Leslie? Oh, yes. RadianceEnergyMedicine.com. So it's all one word, www.RadianceEnergyMedicine.com. Great. And this is how you can contact Leslie Tierra. Uh, if you're lucky to live in Central California, you can do some of her work in person, but it sounds like she could do work with you on the phone. Is that right? That's right. And I can give a phone number. That'd be wonderful. 831-429-8066. That's my clinic, wonderful. East West Clinic. And it's the East West Clinic at hotmail.com. Wonderful. So if people are interested in some of your um, herbal courses or acupuncture, they can contact you there. Well, the herbal course, and actually I wanted to say one more thing about Radiance Energy Medicine. I'm actually doing an intensive at Omega Institute in New York next October 1st through the 5th. Mm -hmm. And then for those who want to study more about the physical aspects, the physical body, herbs, healing, uh, our planetherbs.com is the website, so it's planetherbs, H-E-R-B-S, dot com. And we're having an on-site seminar near Santa Cruz, May 4th through the 11th. Um, and that phone number is 800-717-5010. And also we're doing an Omega Intensive at the Omega Institute in New York, uh, June 4th through the 8th. Wonderful. And so if you miss those numbers, you know that the show is archived and you can uh, go to the show afterwards uh, and you will be able to uh, get these numbers then, re-listen to the show. So, Leslie, we have um, some minutes left and I wanted you to give a gift to the listeners, something that they can take with them, tools, techniques, something that they can use in their lives uh, from your practice that uh, you can give them right now. Sure. So um, this is something you can do right now, and if you're driving, you can uh, just come back to the archives and get this later and do it later. So first of all, you want to pick an issue to work on, and uh, it could be physical, it might be emotional, it might be mental, spiritual, it could be on any level. And um, as you're thinking about the issue, setting your intention to find out how you can um, bring balance to it, harmony, heal it, whatever it is that you desire, and setting that intention. And, and then... Asking yourself, what emotion do you feel as you're thinking about that issue? What emotion comes up or emotions? And then asking yourself, how does it feel? How does that feel to you? And where do you feel that in your body? Do you 
using the wisdom of the body here to move beyond all these other levels. Where do you feel that in your body? And you can even ask yourself if you felt this way before and when you have felt this way before. What other times? What else was going on in your life? What other people were involved? Were there similar circumstances? You know, starting to look for some patterns if possible. If anything comes up, sometimes memories arise. Could be childhood memories, memories of teen years or just of the past that might seem unconnected, unrelated, and I would still go into those memories. They have information to share, wisdom to give, to help you come to what the root core issue is or the pattern is. And so when you get in touch with that, then allow some sort of metaphor, myth, archetype, image, might be even a fairy or folktale, something to that encompasses all the energy of this, of where you feel it, how it feels to you, the pattern, something that encompasses all the energy of it, and then take that to ceremony or ritual. Do some form of ceremony or ritual with it. Talk with it, dialogue with it, dance with it, drum with it. Um... Take a power walk with it or a night walk with it. Um, do a fire ceremony with it or a, a flower bath. It's just something that helps you engage with it on a mythical level, on a metaphorical level, where you're dealing with greater energies and allowing them to speak to you, finding out what it wants to tell you, what it wants to teach to you, what it needs to share, yeah, and what its gifts are. Mm-hmm. And when you've received that information and you feel a shift, you feel a shift inside of you, it will, the energy will change, then what is it you would like instead? And finding, again, that image or metaphor or myth or archetype yes. for that. And taking that to ceremony and then staying with that in your life, staying with that new, keeping that in your life. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I hope that listeners um, were able to envision, to vision what you were describing. I certainly did. And I'm going to write in my journal after the show is over because I got something as well that was really wonderful. I loved um, how you went from step to step in that process it was fabulous and it is yeah it's time for us um to close for now and leslie it's been a huge huge pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for being here oh thank you sue it's been my pleasure really just to share this with you and everyone out there thank you so much for having me you're welcome so until next week everyone remember that you are the empowered healer of your life Listen to your body, your feelings, your thoughts, and treat yourself with love and with care. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. 
Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are happy.